Hi, everybody. This is Jeremy from In Bed by Nine. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're enjoying the episode and wondering how you can support the show, there are several ways you can go about this. First one would be to leave a rating on your preferred, your preferred platform. Um, the second one would be to leave a review. Um, I know not all, not all platforms have the option to leave a review. So if you can't on your platform, um, consider going to Podchaser and leaving a review there. Um, reviews help us get out there, help folks that might be on the fence or looking for something similar to things that they like. Um, just get the show in front of new people. And then finally, um, if you haven't subscribed to the show on, again, your preferred platform, please do so. Um, and also feel free to share it with a friend. Um, word of mouth is such a powerful tool still, and even in the digital age. On to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to a earlier than normal pre-recorded edition of In Bed by Nine with myself, Jeremy, and my partner in crime, Alex. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Yeah, it's a, it's a different day, a different time, so just for the listeners, we were doing this on a, a Thursday because Jeremy decides he wants to leave and be sociable with his with his children and take on a glorious trip. Yeah. So by the time this episode comes out, I'll be uh, in, in Florida. And yep, we'll be down in the mid 80s. And I think there's going to be some rain potentially in there later in the week. So the, the karma bug will already biting me. Oh, in the rain. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, but I'll deal with it. <laughs> I was outside last time I was in Florida. I think it was like we were, it was like uh, November, but yep. it was like 50 degrees. And I was like, yeah, I'm still going outside and going swimming. But um, <laughs> this is, this time it'll be warmer. You know, people always look at you. I think we were in a timeshare. We didn't even have kids. This is how long ago it was. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'll be in Florida. So I won't be able to really record anything um, by the time the kids hear this episode. It'll be published strategically on the same day we're already be there. So we're uh, taking them to Disney World. So be their first like crazy vacation. So probably even crazier for us. So um, yeah, so I figured we would record the episode and you know stay in theme. Um, kind of touch on some of the wackiness and craziness of taking uh, you know kids on vacation and the fun that goes with that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, have you uh you taken your kids anywhere on vacation? Uh yeah, so okay. I guess I guess me to go down the list here. So like I took my oldest uh his first major vacation. We went to West Virginia for our family reunion. Um and that's a good long car ride for <laughs> at a time he was two. Two. Um yeah. yeah, I think it was two at the time. So it's a good long car ride. Um he got was good going down. No big deal. You know, we had to pull off for a couple of big, bad, you know, poop, poops in the diapers in the car seat. Um, was pretty content with his life. Um, but then once we got there and like got out of the car seat, I think it was, no, it was one and a half, got out of the car seat. He did not want to go back into the car seat for any reason. Like, new. Like, if we got to the hotel we were at, we're like, nice place. We wandered around for a little bit and like, oh, we're going to go see the family. You know, we have to get back in the car. Nope. Absolutely not. <laughs> That was not happening. He was vivid about it, uh, but you know he finally committed to it because we went to someplace different than goats and cows and weird things, and he thought it was cool. That was the that was his first big trip or bigger trip, and then the year after that, we ended up going to Disney as well when he was two, two, three, two, turning three. Um, you know, we saw Mickey. We went during the hurricanes um, season during. Katrina, right? That was the big one that hit. Mm-hmm. I believe so. A couple years Correct. back. Yeah, that was a fun experience. Um, first off, going to Florida during hurricane season is probably the smartest decision, but man, oh man, there was absolutely no single living soul in Disney World. Uh, we went to the Magic Kingdom, wrote everything twice. No nice. lines to a single thing. I actually, I actually sat down at Liberty Square Tavern and ate food without somebody breathing down my neck. It was bizarre. We wandered <laughs> around. It was sunny. Um, it was great. Um, but then when we started like winding down our trip and like, you know what? I have to get back. We have to get back to work. School starts for me because I had to get back for school. 
I got text messages from Delta going, hey, uh, all flights are canceled leaving Florida. Oh, man. We're like, okay. No, we, didn't, we were using, um, not Delta, what were we using? Frontier. Frontier canceled all their flights. And I was like, well, my wife's brother lives down there. We're like, well, we might be living with you. Because um, they made me evacuate my apartment and push me inland. My apartment's closed. And I was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> well this is homeless gonna be, this is gonna be Florida. fun home no we ended up finding a hotel or we end up it was a timeshare so we ended up like getting an extra day at a timeshare and then we got a hotel that we figured out next to the, the airport because we're like well we might as well go to the airport and then like be by it so if we can get on a flight get out we can and uh we end up talking to delta because frontier just canceled our flight outright and gave us back our money, which was nice of Frontier. Actually, I think they gave us, I don't know. Hopefully, they gave us back our money. Something came back to us. My wife handled it because um, she was the one doing all the, the booking. Uh, but found out that with like, you know, emergency situations like hurricanes, if you call Delta and say, hey, uh, my flight got canceled, you have a flight, can I get on it? They're nice enough to give you a massively discounted price. <laughs> so, oh, <really>? yeah. That's cool. <laughs> like, 75% off like huh, yeah so I like a business to have a heart oh yeah well yeah I mean we were like we just called them it was like we don't have tickets Frontier canceled everything we need to get out of here you have a plane that's leaving do you have space for us They're like yes I'm like sweet and it and, wasn't like in the lug cargo rack or anything like that no it was we were <laughs> we were in the back of the plane okay but uh you know, the Delta back of the plane is fine, and you got like the screens and everything. So yeah, yeah, I think, those are good planes. Oh, the guy, and, and also when you're in the back of the plane, tosses out, you're next to the like the cool like stewardess and stewarders. I don't know what the stewardess or stewarders, the guys. But we had a guy back there, and he thought my son was super cool and cute, and he just literally handed us all the peanuts and crackers and pop and the car was stopped he's like you want another one I'm like yeah dude. i'm like no i don't know and he was like i ain't paint you ain't charged for it you want another one yeah all right here you go <laughs> i was like, uh, I'm, like all right. I'm like can i get some can i get some of that else you know adult water he's like uh i uh no they checked that i'm like okay <laughs> you tried yeah i tried he goes he goes if i crack one you can have one i'm like well you want to crack one he's like i find more flights today and it's like Still, you want to crack one? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you're all mellow. No, nah. yeah, it was funny though. But like, you know, we got back. I mean, those were probably the two like weirdest ones. So nice. But we do plan to take the youngest one down to Disney before he gets too old to get the free free stuff. So cool. hopefully in August we're going to be going. Cool. Yeah, we picked um like just off season, and we've been planning it for the. You know, like I said, that are part of a year, and um, it was like they both still really, you know, two older ones really enjoy it, and I think the three-year-old he'll enjoy it just because they do. So that's all that yeah. matters. And then I seven. That, the, I think the one of the best parts of my entire career, and we have a photo of it, is when my old, my son saw Mickey, and just the guy. I, I was in the perfect position to get a photo. And I will never, I best photo I ever got. The the moment of just pure joy on his face. Nice. Like, ha, oh, I'll never, <laughs> that, that, that would never, oh my gosh. So, so like our plan of attack with, because we're taking, it's going to be us. Um, this is like, this is a complex occasion. So I let yeah. so my, my wife, her family, she got the handle on it. So. She triaged it. So yeah, so we're we'll go down there. So we got to go to St. Louis, which is the closest airport. That and Indy, they're both about two hours away. So we're gonna drive to St. Louis on Saturday night or evening, whatever afternoon. Stay at the hotel by the airport there. Gotcha. We'll leave our car there for the the week we're gone, and then they'll shut you know shuttle over to the bot or to the plane. We'll fly down to. Orlando, and then we got it'll be, so it'll be the four kids, her, myself, and then her parents are with us because they live with us. So mm-hmm. um, we're gonna go down there, and then her, her best, 
best friend flying in from New Jersey and then her cousin because her family is over in the UK and we're about the only family she's got over here because she's going to college. She's flying down from Pennsylvania. So it's yeah, so it's quite a multi-state the Rico operation or something we got going yeah, on. Yeah. But um so we've got got you know the logistics all figured out. We've got the rooms, everything like that. Are you trying to get eight tickets on a plane next to each other? Or it's excuse me, seven. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, he, he somehow swung it. So who are you going out with? I don't even know who it is. I like I said, I stayed away. No, I stayed I stayed out of it, man. Condor air. Hopefully you get there with the duct tape. Yeah, so well, that's what I'm hoping. It's gonna be interesting. It'll be my first time flying with uh, with since COVID, basically. So yeah, but I mean, my kids are all good about wearing masks, so I don't think it'd be, it'd be an issue. And then um, I'd be more worried about the, about the baby, but whatever. I think they're pretty ventilated, fine. And then um, yes, yeah, so once we all get down there, and then I know they've got. She went like all out. They got like some princess makeover things on Tuesday, oh, yeah. which I'm not gonna have any part of. And I don't think, I don't think she's got my three year old son scheduled for it. I hope not. But. Well, there's a there's a pirate one thing you can do over in um by the um, Arts Caribbean ride. You get okay. the pirate version. That's the Disney cool. ones over in the castle. The pirates version's over there. Yeah, well, I guess that's probably what I'll be doing. so yeah so so we're gonna hit everything down there and then yeah come back up so you gotta tell me what's what's kind of going on with that i'm kind of curious on a few things and yeah like i i did a little research because my friends they had gone down there not my friends give me my aunt my cousin had gone down there about three or four months prior and they said that like most of the concession stands were still closed, mm-hmm. and it was mostly like just the big places that were open, and it was kind of still, you know, because I, I still think it's a pretty high, like a high, high risk COVID area. Orange County, I think, is still pretty high on the list. So that'll yeah. be interesting. But Florida's always been pretty high, anyways. Yeah. So. uh yeah, but no, I'll definitely I'll do the recon. Yeah, share, share those details with you. Um, so like, what are like so what are um like other spot places you want to take your kids on vacation? I guess like uh, my wife and I talked about this quite a bit. Like, you know, we want to do the Florida thing, um, but we both kind of want to do. Like, I live in Michigan, and there's a ton of outdoor Michigan things to do. And we kind of want to do a lot of that stuff, um, drive around, go to the UP, uh, do all the cab cabiny type things. My, I remember going to um, Drummond Island and the island off of the UP next to Canada, uh, big beautiful island, um, big birch tree, rocky like it's a rock island, but pretty much birch trees all over it. And I remember going to a cabin; it was pretty nice. Um, it's just I like that stuff. I want to do a lot of that with the kids, go up to UP, um, just the woods type stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, not nothing too insane. Um, especially yeah. when they're younger. Maybe when they're older, we'll start doing stuff a little bit outside the world of like outside the US and stuff of that nature when they're a little bit older and able to appreciate it differently. But right now it's just kind of like we figure Michigan for the next couple of years, and maybe venture out to like, you know. The West or something like that. We'll go from there. Maybe. Nothing, too, nothing too elaborate. Um, my wife and I want to go over. We're planning to go overseas for our anniversary, um, but we do want to do something. Where you, you guys think gonna go on? Um, she wants to go to uh, Spain in that no, area. Like, Spain's beautiful. Like Definitely. that. That the. Pyrenees. The, no, the I can't. I, I keep wanting to say Belarus, yeah, but it's not Belarus. Oh, what? Uh, sort of the B. Uh, Barcelona. Barcelona. That's yeah, that's beautiful. Barcelona. I've been to Barcelona. It's nice. Yeah, she wants to. She had a trip to do Barcelona. 
she's figuring this out. This, she likes figuring out trips. She's got a Barcelona oh, trip and some other ones. The water. And then, awesome. then she, the other one was like Greenland or no Iceland was going to be. That would Iceland. be cool. And she showed me these pictures of that. I'm like, that would be really cool. Um, I wanted to go to like the Germany, France, that kind of like that like that little border right there. Yeah. One for because I'm a history nerd, and that'd be just really cool to go see. Uh, um, <laughs> this is where this is where Napoleon said, "This is where Robespierre decided we were going to have the reign of terror." I love it. <laughs> yes, and then we go into the Black Forest a little bit towards that area. But um, oh, there you go. Uh, it was super fun. All the Roman uh, battles they were oh, scared yeah. to go in. Oh yeah, but the uh, I mean, for our honeymoon, we went to uh, the Mexico. We went to the Nice. Rivera Maya, and when we were there, we went to the Chichen Itza, which was the Mayan ruins. And my wife was like, "Okay, we know you want to go. It's fine. Let's go. That's your thing." And she had a blast though, because we're like walking around, like, Do you, "Like I'm a kid. Do you know this is what this did? This is what this what happened here." She's like, "Really? Like, yeah, right here. People walked thousands and thousands of years ago in this highly civilization." And she's like. It's like one, I never saw you so excited in my life, and two, it was really cool. And so uh, she's kind of nice. she's kind of geeked with it a little bit when I bring up let's go this history thing. She's like, "Is it cool?" I'm like, uh, "This is what happened." So let's go. I'm like, "All right." <laughs> so, <laughs> so I always wanted to do one of those like history of tour like Rome or like things like Mike Duncan, like those things. That kind, of, I'm like, man, that would be so cool. So, one of the coolest things that I think that would be really interesting to do and extremely terrifying because I don't know if I could sleep is they actually do camping at Chichen Itza on the grounds. <laughs> I don't know if it one it so activates them. Human sacrifices. I don't know. Yes. And then but it's in the middle, it's in the middle of a jungle. Like there is nothing around it. Uh, like, I, was like, I don't know if I could. Hey, I think that panther wants your water bottle. Yeah. Or do we want you? Is that panther hungry? And then not even that, like cartels are like hiding in the woods too. Like that's true. You know, look at those Americans laying there in the dirt. Let's ah. pick them up real quick. <laughs> hey guys, let's let's go to Medellin in Colombia. Let's go visit Alex. Yeah. He's, been a, he's been held prisoner for about six years by the Shining Path movement. Oh, but yeah, oh just, that'd be awesome. But that'd be cool. I mean, one, it'd be super, it'd be cool, but. Uh, the guy I was talking to was like, "Yeah, we we offer this opportunity like once or twice a year for people that want to do it. Normally, it's like you know historian people and they look at the stars and like, oh, it'd be so beautiful. That would be sweet. Uh, but anyways, uh, but with the kids, primarily, like I said, just staying in Michigan. Um, how about you? you got any crazy places? Um, I would like to do the the UP thing because having done it a lot as, as a kid myself, yeah. but Do- my doesn't wife, change." My my wife's not the outdoors type. That's the problem. It doesn't change though. I don't. I've never. I'd, I've been to some places I went to as a kid. And I'm like, man, this is still yeah. like 1975 here. Well, I was gonna say like Mackinac Island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then just all yeah, all up there. Say, I, I remember going to my uh, my uncle's cabin up in uh, Halbert, Michigan. You just go over the bridge yep. and cut to the right, and. It was a dinky thing then. Nothing around it. The town is still nothing around it. And then, like, my parents, they just got a place up on Fort Austin. I guess they're going to be retiring up there in a couple years. And uh, I guess that'd be another place just to take the kids. Because they typically always come down here because they have more free time than they're retired versus, well, my dad's not retired. My mom is in. it's easier for them to come down here and we can drive your kids up that way. So, gotcha. It's a seven-hour drive from where they're at. So, um, but yeah, I think we I would want to do some Michigan things, and then um, yeah, probably uh, kind of the same thing with you in terms of international. They would have to be older to understand it and appreciate it. So, yeah, I got the I got that kind of thing when I went to like Mackinac with my son. I was like. This is what happened here, in Mackinac. And he was like, "Cool, where's the guns? They're over there. Okay, let's go check them out. All right, where's the guy with this knife? Okay, let's go check it out. I'm hungry now. So nice. like, right, whatever." <laughs> my kid, my oldest wouldn't even eat fudge. She's so picky, and I wouldn't be able to get my youngest daughter away from it. 
Oh, we walked in the fudge shop and my son's like, this is amazing smells. And they were making it like, this is the, this is my heaven. I'm like, oh yeah. Oh, it's the best way to die. If you're going to die, <laughs> die right there in Mackinac Island. But man, I, that place, I got remember this. Mackinac Island was okay. We had, we thought Mishlamac, the fort off the, uh, the peninsula or lower peninsula, yeah. way better. Because I'm like, I remember going to Mackinac Island when I was in fifth grade. We stayed there on the island. Or we stayed yeah. off the island and we went back to the island. We and actually, we actually stayed in the same hotel that I stayed at when, we were, when I was in fifth grade. And it's exactly... Yes, yeah, that's the same. I was like, everything. <laughs> same. The bicycles and the... Yeah. You know, but, then, but Michelin Mackinac, when I was member, it was not that big. But now when you go there and they've developed it a little bit more. Oh, nice. And then more people walking around. There's not a lot of people there too, which like was really cool. But like you got to go underneath the buildings. They, they had more stuff hmm. than the That's island. Cool. Did. So I was like, this is a lot. That's always really better. cool. Yeah. And then so. um have you had like have you had any like have you planned any surprise trips or just even any funny stories? So Kid related trips, stories of fun. Um, let's see here, I'm trying to think of the trips we went on and like what was like this was hilarious. Um, well, my one somewhere in Florida, my oldest, when we were there and when Matt and seeing that, my wife had explained to my son why daddy doesn't go on roller coasters, and then he <laughs> proceeded to look at me and call me a wimp, and he was too. <laughs> that was pretty funny um but other than the fact like my we went to the oh yeah we went to west we went to west virginia and my son just just destroyed the car with like a massive dump um, <laughs> and we're on the freeway and i remember calling my mom because we were like caravanning because that's what we do we caravan with my parents i do care i'm air quoting because when i was a kid we used to caravan oh. with all my aunts uncles and we had cb radios to communicate with each other oh free wow. cell phone action Not a bad idea yeah well we also had like seven cars running down there with grandkids and aunts and uncles and we would rotate cars oh freaking army yeah i have a big family um <laughs> so we've got we caravan but like i remember they're outside the go, city limits they're trying to enter yeah we call my mom and go, hey, uh, we gotta pull over somewhere. She's like, she's like, why? I'm like, um, Steph and I can't breathe. Oh, <laughs> and she's like, why? I'm like, the, the, the oldest took a giant turd. So we, she's like, ah, oh, that's not that bad. So we pulled over. I remember her opening the like the van door and she just she just threw up. Like she yeah. straight up threw up. And I've done that. Like lose your breath. <laughs> and I go, I told you, we're sitting in a Wendy's parking lot in I don't remember Pennsylvania somewhere, and she just. <laughs> I'm like, I told you, and you fed him more green beans at the restaurant. This is what you get. She's like, riding with you. <laughs> I go, it's your turn. She's like, well, I'm, I'm like, you grandma, you wanted them. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh man, that's that's probably that's that's probably it. Definitely worth it. Um, oh, I got one more. I got one let's more. Let's hear it. One no, more. no, here, cut off. So in Florida, this is the one that's really funny. So we're in Florida, and again, we stayed at a, a a timeshare when we went to go there, and the timeshare was really nice. My son had a room. We had a room. That, my son had a big TV in his room. He thought that was like the bee's knees. Um, and, you know, it's kind of kitchen and everything like that. So he thought it was really cool. When we had to go stay at the hotel next to the airport, he walks in, looks, turns around, and goes, uh, number one, where's my room? And we're like, you're the bed. He goes, oh. And he goes, number two, this TV is way too small. <laughs> wow. Diva. Like, okay, prestige little brick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> here's, your, here's your teacup and saucer. Now, here you go. You need reality. Well, I'm young man. Daddy is a teacher. Daddy don't make that money. So. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's too good. I love the pompousness. No, yeah, maybe a little, a little So, um, ours, we obviously haven't had vacation stories yet, but we've had a couple of close calls. Like, mm-hmm. we did so well hiding this vacation for like the first 11 and a half months. 
And then did you let it slip? Well, no, not okay. quite. It's it's interesting. Like parts of it slipped, but nothing's been put together. Oh, uh, so <laughs> my wife the other day last week was walking in from work, and she was, "Yeah, I just can't wait. You know, we're taking the, you know, yeah, we're we're, we're leaving. I wonder how warm it's going to be down there in Disney World." And of course, the kids are all right behind oh, me. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to Disney World, so with a fish brutalness, you know, squash those hopes and dreams. <laughs> so, you know, that's somebody else. We were convinced that they weren't going. And then I had printed out the flight itineraries. And Ooh. then I proceeded to leave them, leave them out. Yeah. So today, my my, my mother-in-law saw that my oldest was reading them. So she had already, I don't know, my wife had told her if they were behaving that we would go to St. Louis this weekend and that we would go to Ikea. Because we've, oh. we've done that before, but we've never taken that. So we took that. That's what we'll do. Well, they're trying to they're trying to figure out like why well, there's suitcases around you know in various rooms and that kind of thing and uh it might well just like i said she read the itinerary so she goes yeah i'm gonna say Louis this weekend we're flying to orlando for five days and that's in florida i'm like oh i'm like yeah and um yeah and is that the capital are we going to go see capitals of states and I'm like, wait a minute, she doesn't know what's there. It's like, okay, this is awesome. So my wife, when she had told her, she goes, we spent all year trying to hijack, and now they know we're going. I said, no, that's the beauty thing. They know where we're going, but they don't know what it is. <laughs> so we know yeah, they're like, they know we're going to Orlando. They know we're all going to it, but they have no clue why. And uh, yeah, that was like the best thing. But yeah, I've I've learned not to print and print anything anymore, even if that's what I was asked to do. So, but yeah, it was a like when she started talking about the plane thing when I was taking the gymnastics to that was like like oh shh, this isn't going to be good. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I guess staying on kids. Um, with all the stuff going on, like news, my my, you know, my father-in-law loves watching all all news channels and uh, yeah. all these current events coming up. That my oldest daughter can start hammering me with questions. So, how do you handle? Like, well, I guess we'll just use the big one, you know, Russia and, and what's going on with that right now. Because my kids are asking me, oh, hey, it's what's you know, what's Russia and fire? And then, like today, I'll just give you an example the power plant that, the, that they were fighting around that the Russians yeah. were doing that. Why would people shoot at nuclear power? Is what my kid asked me. I'm like, well, like some people aren't thinking rationally, but how do, you, how do you handle something like that? If, if it's happened, I guess I should say. What is the, the comical part? This is probably my third conversation on this today. Um, to be honest, uh, because it's been brought up at our school quite a bit. Um, and a couple of the teachers was like, well, how do you handle it? Because the subjects I teach in social studies are seen to be partially controversial. And I'm very good at handling controversy because I cover, you know, religion, culture and everything between and people get kind of particular in certain things. Um, so I'm really good at covering it. So and I also do like a current event lesson and I I don't shy away from anything like never do. Yeah. Um, and the kids really appreciate that with me. Cause I'm, I'm not a shy person when it comes to like controversy and I'll tell them, I don't know the answer to this. We'll figure it out together. Um, so with the idea of Russia, with my older, with my seventh graders that I work with um, and they, the, uh, I pretty much, I'm very upfront and kind of explain what's happening and utilizing the historical point of view, explaining why Russia is doing what they're doing and what is the point? Like, why would you go to war and what would happen? And then a lot of times they ask, like, will we go to war? And I bring up 
I play the game like I call it the domino effect. So I always say, well, and I explain we won't, I don't see us going to war based on historical evidence of this. And I kind of do the if we go to war, then China goes to war. If China goes to war, then then you know England will go to war. And if England goes to war, then North Korea goes to war. Like so we'll start having this domino effect. And no one wants to do that to happen because if that happens and everything stops, then if we if you like hunting for toilet paper as much as you did a couple of years, think about hunting for everything else. And I go, also rations. Society will have to go on a fat, really big ration run and to prepare an amp up for war. There's no way that's going to happen. So I'll go, that's besides the point, but I kind of help explain to him like why I don't see World War Three happening in the way that people projected on TV and yeah. the media. And I usually, I'm up front. So the older kids, that what I would do. Um, my son has asked, because I, I watch the news. It's what I do. Yeah. I'm always turning it on. I go, I need to see what's going on. Or he, I listen to NPR on my phone in the morning mm-hmm. when I'm making breakfast or I have it on while I watch cartoons. And my son will ask, what's, what's going on? He's a very observant kid. And, uh, and I would tell him, like, you know, they're, Russia right now is trying to take over the, the, the ukraine and he was like well why and then i would explain i'll draw a map of russia and i'll draw a map of ukraine in a way and I'd say well and I'd draw water and go russia wants this spot for water to get this and do this and like i'm honestly like very much upfront to kind of explaining it to like well russia yeah. wants this because they want ports and i you know utilize kid-friendly terminology and he goes well so they're gonna go to war and i go yeah and the one guy's kind of crazy. <laughs> he goes, what do you mean? Like, he's he's kind of over the top. And he goes, oh, Putin? I'm like, yeah. The name like Putin. And my son always like, well, the name like Putin. He's got to be pooping a lot. I go, yeah, kind of poops <laughs> a lot. I mean, not to be mean, but. Gosh, I hope he's not listening. Yeah, hopefully. Glad. Please don't nuke us. Yeah. But, I mean, he's a three-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old. He, he, he thinks it's funny. Yeah, um, but you know, I mean, I kind of just—I'm very upfront about it. I don't try to pull too many punches. Um, I mean, it's out there. This is a weird war. It is more informative than anyone else. We have more raw footage. More kids know about it because it's not—it's not hidden. No, it's not like it's in not. a paper. Um, like even like the like the war in Afghanistan we had. Not as much publicized. I don't think much people knew as much as they do in extreme detail than they know how. Oh no, that was social media. I mean, there's like three titch, there's like three Twitch people right now that are online that I know are in Ukraine, like online in Ukraine. Oh jeez. Yeah, and then TikTok, you go on there every once in a while. Somebody's live on Ukraine. Yeah. So, well, that's insane. It's so much more accessible. Yeah. So all the kids that I like, all my seventh graders, they all seen it. They ask questions. I always ask them, like, do you want to talk about it? Because it's, it's scary. I mean, mm-hmm. when you talk about war, it's scary. But I, you know, I assure my son, especially him, I go, I, you know, nothing will happen over here. We're okay. You know, if anything should happen, I will protect you. You understand that. And just understand that overall, we're safe. And it's sad what's going on over there, but we'll support and help as much as we can. And he's like, okay. Cool. So I always say it's always be open to kids. Let them ask the questions first. I always like, that's my mentality. That's my, been my kind of mentality is like, let them ask the questions first because then they're ready for answers. Um, I'm not a fan of like sitting my kid down Let's have a discussion. Let's have the talk. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really fit well in any of this. Even with my seventh graders, I don't really like. Let's talk about this. No, it's like, you know, I my my always question like, hey, do you guys want to talk about this or do we want to talk about something else? And usually, a lot of times they, they say no and they want to do something else, or they'll say, yeah, I want to talk about it. Um, but I I find more value in that because then they're they're receptive to answers at the time. They're not just lost. So. That makes perfect sense. So cool. I think that's how, of wisdom. how engaged I think going forward, that's actually a really good idea. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's how I would do it with any of your kids, especially, you know, if they ask questions, then respond yeah. and respond truthfully. Don't give it butterflies and rainbows. Yeah. Well, that's because all I'll do is go, go online and see something. <laughs> I'm a liar. Well, then you, just, well, you don't want to be like, well, you know, that one guy, he's kind of like Scar. I was like, no, he's, he's uh, you know, don't, I, I don't like parents that do that either. I see, I, I see why you do something like that to give it like, bring it to the level. But then from now on, Putin will be Scar. Like, you realize yeah. that? Like, <laughs> man. Or, you know, it doesn't work out well. No, it makes perfect sense. Well, I guess while we're on the, uh, the Russia topic and being that we are a gaming and content streaming podcast as well. We ought to touch a little bit of uh, gaming on the back end before we wrap things up here. Yeah. Um. So have you seen like some of the reactions to the whole uh, Russia thing from like the gaming world? Have you like... Oh, dude, everything's you... cut off from Russia. Not just gaming world, but everything is. Yeah. I mean, like EA's pulled all like the Russian teams out of the uh, NHL and uh, FIFA games. Yep. And then also, uh, yeah, goodness. Um, I know even like Cyberpunk 2077, they stopped um, their company, their developer, uh, you know, CD uh, Project Red has cut off sales and not only Russia, but you know, their buddy Belarus as well. So. Um, yeah, I, everything. I mean, it, it's it's been a unified response. It's well. been a ridiculously reunified response, and I, I kind of throw this out there. It's just, it's just the world that coming out of COVID, right? We came out of COVID in a very, honestly, mostly very unified action. That COVID brought everyone kind of together, and now there's like Russia, and everyone's like, "Well, we're gonna keep doing the same thing and just unify and do whatever we want." <laughs> so it's like, oh boy. I mean, with all the different gaming companies pulling out Apple internet satellites well yeah i saw that even with uh the elon musk they activated their starlight whatever that internet oh, yeah, he shipped over a bunch of starlight server yeah and, and i think that was probably one that one was pretty interesting and then like uh rakuten i, I was reading one of their tweets they sent a tweet out saying hey pretty much where do you want a billion dollars we're sending it your way like uh, like hey, hey, Ukraine, where do you want a billion bucks? Buy us some. <laughs> we take that in Stinger missiles, Rakuten. I wonder how many. I wonder what the discount. I wonder what coupons you get back on that. I don't know. It's really kind of funny. I saw that tweet. Like what? Rakuten? Really? Yeah. Okay. Hey. I mean, well, whatever. I mean, even uh, a lot of companies though have done stuff. A lot of have uh, or, no, like uh, or pulled out or. Yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot of them have started like it's really stifling the economy in in Russia, mm-hmm. gaming wise. Like, I I want to I don't know the numbers. I bet you probably find it, but how many Call of Duty players just disappeared? On Warzone, like I don't even know. But that'd be an interesting fact to pull up. Like, how many from that area of the world? Like, what what Call of Duty stack numbers is this? Also- you know, dropped off. I mean, okay, that is if Activision decided to do that. Um, they might not. Um, but that'd be interesting looking too. Uh, but I think that was an interesting one. Elon Musk was an interesting one. The anonymous hacking all the car towers was pretty hilarious. Um, and then they have the, uh, the oligarchs uh, planes. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone that, um, that travel, that Jeff guy that does the Elon Musk plane, he uh, has all the Russian oligarchs jets. Well, even then, because after so the State of Union address, not to get any political action or point one way or the other, but the State of Union address, you know, Biden said on there, we're going to start at you know, planes are not allowed over U.S. soil anymore. So we own a lot of. We own a lot. Okay, I'm gonna say colonies. We own a lot of property that's not U.S. bordered, which is yeah. funny, and a lot of it's over there. And then two, he's like, we're also going to seize every oligarchy's ship, plane, anything that we can get our hands on. 
and then like every other nation was like, we're doing the same. <laughs> so Germany yeah, so I, say, yeah. I think France seized one, and <laughs> Germany seized one. So yeah, it's just it's interesting, like just how the he's the tech he's, world and everybody's reacted to that stuff. Well, and, another, and I mean that's another reason why I don't I point to the fact that it won't be a world war because entities are doing this to stifle and, and starve out the country in a way to then get them to say okay we need to you know yeah we need yeah. to stop fighting I mean even then no countries is sending troops but Ukraine opened up the foreign legion policy. And they got like so like hundred thousand troops, some crazy number. Don't quote me on that number, but tons of troops and medics and people decided to sign up. Like retired doctors, like we're gonna, I'm gonna go. Yeah, like you know, it's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. So, oh, movies got canceled from there. Yeah, they uh, they're not gonna um, lost. Uh, which one was it? The lost. Uh, what was the two movies? Um, I think the one with Tom Holland in it. So, and was it Disney or somebody's not doing anymore? Uh, I can't remember now. I just saw that. Uh, five major films were not going to be released in Russia. Uh, Is it Batman and Morbius? Yeah, Batman's one. Why won't give me this? And then like. Disney and the Hollywood studios are both everything on hold. So Billboard, uh, <clears throat> the killer's not going to be p- per- performing anymore. Dang. Uh, Cannes Film Festival has been canceled out of, you, uh, out of there. Paramount Pictures, The Lost City, and Sonic Hedgehog will, will not be released in, um, in Russia. I mean, not a huge, like, Dentiment to the Russian people, you know. I don't think they're gonna lose out in cultural war when they don't watch the Lost City or Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Batman won't be released over there. Morbius will not be released over there. The Disney new film Red, which actually looks really good, will not be released there now. And then Netflix is also uh, not gonna like run the state TV. Like their propaganda, they yeah. always want on Netflix. Did you see the news anchors walk out? They didn't no. Say. A whole, the whole uh, state news run station just said, we're done, and got up and left. And said, we don't want Warren played the uh, the piano music to the, the that was played during the Titanic. Oh, the violin music. So but they just got up and like left. But that just shows you that tech is really... Yeah, that tech. Well, that yeah, that technology has really opened up the the accessibility to the battlefield in real time. I mean, yeah. like you said, with TikTok and, and just other social media, I mean, know, content creators like us can do podcasts. Or then you got people on the front lines over there that are doing. And they really thought they were doing something for like to save the Ukrainian people mentality wise because they were it was propaganda the entire time. Yeah, like, no, it's it's not happening. So now they're learning that, and they're like, "Wait a second. Yeah, we're being. I just saw that. I was like, "The whole newscast just got up and walked out. That is insane." Yeah, it is, man. Like they have balls. That's what I say because they're they're that's that's dangerous. Yeah, well, I was gonna say yeah over there. It absolutely is. So. And just just trending right now just popped up here. Ukraine officials did. Confirm safety of that power plant. Oh, and has made it safe. Good. They must have stopped firing at it indiscriminately. <laughs> I don't know why you would fire at it discriminately, but I mean they, they covered up Chernobyl, so let's move on. Yeah. And then that's one of the first things they took over. <laughs> I know, I get it. It cut it's a quicker okay. pathway. First one to take over Chernobyl. No one's there. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's a quicker, uh, it's the shortest route from Belarus towards uh, Kiev. So, but well, they did take they did take the power plant staff there hostage. I think it was like ninety or ninety two of them. That I guess like making them work. I guess I guess that's a hostage. I guess I would call it for what it is. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I'm taking a look here to see what they're, you know, uh, fetter off their uh, data special. What's not data specialist? Ukrainian um, infrastructure slash internet guru. I, I never deputy prime minister. That's who he is. Okay. Okay, but he's also I thought he was the tech guy, but he's also reaching out to every digital company and asking them to cut everything from there's like Xbox, PlayStation, Activision, nice. all the main companies, Google Play, Apple Play. I know I think Twitch pulled off of them, so like a lot of Twitch viewers got canceled, not canceled, but closed off. Um, it's gonna hurt. Yeah, I mean people are gonna the quality of life is gonna. <laughs> The Rupal is $1. And still, I, I don't... Okay, I'm going to ask you this question before yeah. we get out of here. And I always find it hilarious. So, like, I was watching on, on there, too. I, a guy in Russia took his Apple iPad because Apple stopped servicing anything coming out of Russia and, like, canceled services so none of their iPads worked right. It was always just a kill screen or the Apple screen. It would never load, never pull. They Because um, they never got into the network anywhere. So the guy took a hammer to his iPad and just destroyed it. And then, you know, the same thing with like the people that have Carhartt, like they took all the Carhartts and they burned the Carhartts. Like my question is, why? Why? I don't know. I mean, I get the frustration, but something that you spent money, you get your me. money on, yeah. you're not going to be able to, it's not like it's when things level off and it, things do return to somewhat normally. You're not going to have that product anymore unless you're going to be stupid and go out and buy it again. No, yeah, it's, it's just I don't. No, know. I, that's just I, I don't get it. Like no. <laughs> I saw the guy do it, and I'm like, well, you're stuff with practical uses. No, not like if it was a picture of like a Vladimir Putin, by all means, destroy it. But I mean, yeah, if it's a practical item that you're going to use, uh, that just doesn't make sense. It was weird. As whatever, this is odd. Like blowing up your car to protest gas prices. <laughs> oh shit! Now I gotta go to work. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> it makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. Whatever. So. Well, yep. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to say I, I, I fully believe in the next, oh. next months, things will be changed dramatically. Yeah, I think by the time we, we reconvene for the next show, it'll be significantly different. Well, hopefully. I don't want to just going on in a weird tangent of fighting. Kookiness. Another, okay, that's right. Another Afghanistan situation. I mean, Russia should learn their lesson the first time. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, I don't think they're going to be... I don't think... I don't know. They just they haven't shown in like the competency to take over when the taliban tells you to stop fighting yeah uh, but their incompetence and like the resources they obviously have more superiority in terms of technology i don't know how good their troops are outside of like their special forces they have a lot of conscripts and crap but they seem to no, I don't seem to be that good so far. I mean, and just no. the planning and like the cheap, the cheap like the technology, those cheap tires they've got on the like that convoy. Just, I mean, they're running out of food. They're they're machine cars, and then they have apparently Russian soldiers are sabotaging parts so they don't have to fight. I mean, and some of those people don't want to be there. I mean, I believe that they were told something else and then they show up and they're like yeah go kill these ukrainians and it's like whoa is that what we were here for i thought we were doing exercises in belarus yeah they there's it, a lot of it's the a problem mess. the problem with russia is it ran it ran underneath fear and that's the issue they were run entirely under fear for a long long time and even though they might have had the more technical thing i just I, it's the same actions that they did back in the world wars. It they don't. There's all this fear, and that's how they ran their entire. They've been run their entire life. They were fearful of Putin, which is run underneath this like oligarchy, aristocrat system. 
that causes just straight stagnant fear at all times that you can't do certain things or do this. And I mean, the proof of the proofs in the pudding they're they're not, they're just told to go do it. There's no buy-in. There's no support. There's no love. There's no passion. There's no nothing. It's just, I was told to cross the border and this is what I'm told to do. I don't want to do this. Yeah. In comparison sense. to the Ukrainians that are fervently fighting for their support and their own self and salvation. Yeah. It, it, it's, the, it's the looking at military kind like military strategy. Ukraine is going to already, they might be behind in numbers and supply and possibly tech. And Russia may have all the tech in the world, but their morale is there. They're going to fight to the bitter end and keep going and scratch and poke and find ways to do stuff ukraine and the russians are like yeah you know it's yeah we got, we got all day the will is there yeah so all right well i think that was a good discussion yeah we had some good stuff with it, it was kind of nice to get into the parenting side a little bit and done yeah. that you know as much lately so Hey, cut the history teacher off now because i'll start babbling yeah, from our yeah exactly then we jump into um jump into a little bit of gaming so um all right well um like i said this episode will be out on the normal day um like i said i'll just i won't be around that week so um we wanted to put something out there to to keep things going and you know stay consistent so yeah um, you have anything else before we sign off no um i guess you know everyone having fun out there and I mean, I appreciate everyone that listens and checks in with us. And, you know, we're going to have a couple more uh, special guests in the near future here that uh, Jamie and I have been kind of scouting and talking to. And uh, so we're going to have some new themes and perspectives we're trying to bring in here so that people can, you know, kind of learn from other people. So be wary, uh, be prepared yep. for some cool action going forward. Um, and. Uh, if there's a streamer you want to hear on here or you think would be really interesting to pull on here or if yourself wants to join us in our conversations, you know, send Jeremy and myself a message on the Twitter, on the Facebook group, um, through Discord, yeah. uh, through Carrier Pigeon, whatever you want to do. Um, you know, we'd be happy to just talk to you and you know, look into what you're doing and you know, bring, our, bring our perspective to the world. Yeah, see what's there. So, all right, guys. Well, I will uh, see you guys in a week and uh, have a good one, guys. Be safe, Jeremy. You have a good day. Thank you, sir. You too, man. All right. Bye. Bye.